Angle stands are amazing. They're resilient, they're tough, but they're fun. And I'm I'm really excited to hopefully meet a lot a lot more of you. Isaac has the big game. Then we became a real balanced offense for the playoff run, which I thought was really important. He put on the greatest route running exhibition I have ever seen in my life. He was he was football twenty four seven, and that was the greatest part of of Chad. Times at times the early part, I would tell him when we were throwing deep passes, I said, "Don't wait too long, you know, because I'm gonna get away. If you ain't gonna have the arm to get there, so you know, I want to run to the ball, you know." Well, Duke, it looks like Duke's in the waiting room. I don't want to keep Duke waiting. He gave us uh, a very limited amount of time. I know he's a busy, busy man. Duke, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? Jim, how are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. I'm real busy. I'm sitting on my porch. Yeah, well, hey. Got <laughs> <laughs> a little drink going on there. You know, Joe Burrow has played in big games his entire life, and I would think he will be a steady hand at the, at the, at the bow of the ship and uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they take them all the way to the Super Bowl. I really wouldn't. Do it. Happy five and four, everybody. Welcome to another edition of uh, Talking Football with Bengal Jam and Friends. Uh, great lineup tonight. DJ Reader literally just texted me and said he'll be here in about five to ten minutes. So he's coming on here in a little bit. We'll get started off. We'll get kicked off here with DJ. We got uh, Making a Difference with Tony the Tiger here coming up around 820-ish. And on the mark about 835. And we got a lot of, lot of stuff to talk about here with the game uh, Sunday. The hey, – by, by the way, I just want to tell everybody, I looked over in the middle of the second quarter at James. He sits 156, a uh, couple rows right behind me. And I looked over and I see James, and this is pretty much what I saw. If I can find it. James, did you take it out of here? You took it out, damn it. Nope, it's, it's there. I saw it. Put it on here. This was James. I can't find it, James. Put it on there. This was James, kicked back, relaxed at the game. Let's see. Video clip. Oh, there it is. All right. What was the last time we felt like that at a damn game, guys? It was like game was over in the middle of the second quarter. Felt great, James. No, that was uh, that was good. Great, um, you know, coming off the the short week. A lot of people thought about that. You know, the Monday night physical inter inter uh, division game, and and to come out and and play like that on what was another gorgeous uh, day for football in in Cincinnati and uh, the real Queen Queen City um, came out on top. Um, Charlotte, as many known as is known as the Queen City as well, and um, it was a good uh, good day at the office. How about you, Tom? Textbook, uh, you know exactly what the team and the city needed. Um, a little bit of a breather, not a lot of stress, and a, uh, a running game that had been asleep came out strong. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon with a historic performance and a defensive game plan, considering all the guys that were hurt and all the guys that were out that just, I mean, didn't just shut down, granted an inferior opponent, but I mean, suffocated them. I mean, six yards passing at halftime. Um, yeah, it was, it was perfect, perfect two quarters and, and really a strong four quarters. Right. Tony, I, 
Tony, I know he, I know he was having fun that day. That day. Oh yeah, it was it was a relaxing game there at the, after the second part of the game. And uh, uh, Tom, like you said, I think Mixon had something to prove, and I think he proved it. Um, he's still there. He's still capable to do the things that he does. Um, you know, five touchdowns, um, got his five thousand um, rushing yards, and then I also like seeing Allen come in. We haven't seen that all year, so that was a that was a fresh air uh, to see him come in and give Burrow a little break. We knew we had it under our belt at that point. Yeah, yeah, Speaking of uh, Burrow, Tony, you've got uh, a new addition back there. You want to tell us about that? I do. Yeah, we uh, we went to a little uh, a charity thing, and uh, Carrie won that uh, life size cutout of Mr. Burrow. So he's uh, he's living in the tiger layer right now and uh, enjoying life. Nice. Oh. Question for you guys: As important as it was Sunday, did we see something we're going to see now the rest of the season from the running game? Was it just because it was the Panthers, or did four fifths of our offensive line just absolutely come come on fire together? Or you know, we didn't spark. We didn't talk about this internally, but um, the Panthers' defensive line coach got fired on uh, Monday. Ex uh, Syracuse head coach Paul Pasqualoni, and uh, they fired another uh, defensive guy too off of the uh, the running performance and, and the record day that um, Joe Mixon had. Um, I tell you what, I, I think deep down inside, we, we knew it was in there. Obviously, we hadn't seen that type of performance in a while. But um, as Joe Burrow alluded to in kind of that mic'd up uh, section that was shared on social media, it's going to be tough to stop us if, if that running game's, you know, 60% of what we saw on, um, on Sunday. Yeah, Tom, that's a that's a great question, brother. We're, we're going to find out here against the city near West Virginia here in two weeks, that's for sure. So we're going to get to some more game uh, detail game discussion here in a little bit. Tom, I got something for you. On this date in Bengal history, I remember it like it was yesterday because that end of that uh, 1997 season was amazing. November 9th, 1997, uh, the Bengals beat the Colts 28-13. to 13. What, was the, what was the significance of that game? The Bengals had been struggling. The offense had been struggling, and there had been murmurs about a change at quarterback, and you could say football nature took care of it. Jeff Blake got hurt against the Colts. Boomer Esiason came in, rallied the troops, uh, I believe three touchdowns, and, you know, off to the races. And, and that the end of the 97 season, that last six, seven weeks, two things. The Bengals were truly playing as good a football as any team in the NFL. Had they made the playoffs that year, they, they would have been trouble for some very good teams. And the other thing was, and it was a shame because that was the end of Boomer's career, but that might have been the best – six, seven weeks of Boomer's career uh, that any of us had saw. He just, he could do next to nothing wrong. He played incredible. Even the games they lost, he played incredible. He was a lot of fun to watch. It was a, especially, you know, during, during that, that bad decade, uh, that was definitely six, seven games together that were very, very special. Yep. Yep. Hey, so DJ's in the waiting room right now. So he's, he's gone out of his way to be here with us guys. He's literally at a rookie dinner down at the precinct. So if anybody's ever been down to the precinct, uh, Jeff Ruby spot down there, great spot. Uh, the lighting down there is a little dim. So we're going to get, uh, we're going to pull DJ on here and see how this works here with, with DJ. DJ, what's going on, big dog? How you doing? How you doing, man? What's going on? Good, man. Hey, so what'd you get? What'd you get for dinner tonight, man? Oh, we haven't ordered yet. They just got us. They were a little late today. So, uh, uh, okay. All right. We'll see All how right. that goes the rest of the night for them. But, um, they're doing good. <laughs> They're doing good so far. The bus was a good time, so uh, we're just now getting ordered. So we're about to see what I'm getting. I don't know. Where all, we're right. 
All right, we'll, we'll be quick, man. We know you got to get with the with the guys here before everybody gets out of town for the bye week. But uh, oh yeah, no problem though. DJ, I want you to make the announcement right now. Who Day Nation live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Are you going to be back for that city near West Virginia game? Oh yeah, for sure. I'll be back out there playing. I, um, you know, as long as things keep going the way they're going, I feel good. So I'll be back out there. That's the plan. Hell yeah, we can't wait to see you back out there. So we got some videos we want to get to, DJ. Uh, you may, right. be able to, may be able to see some. I think I, I told you I was going to have some videos, man. But yeah, you said you had something for me. You, had, you said you had a couple things. All right, I'm gonna, we're going to start off with just, just you know, this is a football show, but we got to at least talk a little bit of baseball. But All right. let's, let's show this little video right. I think it's a high school recruiting video for baseball, and uh, everybody's got to see this, man. Hey, man, I'm, I'm kind of proud of you, man, keeping your hands inside, squaring that ball up, brother. You look good. Hey, man, you know, that's what I used to do, man. That, that was uh, that was my thing, man. I played a lot when I was younger. My mom taught me a lot about the game. My, her and my dad worked with me hard, so, you know, I had to do my thing. Hey, so, so talk about this. You, you, did, you, you actually played a little bit of ball with, uh, with Clemson as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I played my first year. Um, you know, it was always like, you know, my dream as a kid to do that. That was something I always wanted to do. I felt like. As a kid, you know, you have those dreams. And, you know, to be able to go out there and do that at the highest level, it just meant a lot to me. So I'm very thankful to the coaches and the staff for allowing me to do something like that. But, you know, I played a lot as a kid. And I was overweight to play peewee football. So they had weight limits and stuff. So baseball had no weight limits. So it was something I just always did. My mom played college softball. So oh, nice. I kind of had it in my nature. Nice. All right. So – Another video this is the last video. Then we'll get to a few questions here. And everybody that's watching, everybody that's watching right now, uh, we've got a lot of folks in the chat area here. Anything you want to ask DJ? Pop some questions here. We'll try to get to one or two of them before DJ gets off here. All so right. uh, here's here's another video right here. Hey, I'm just going to tell everybody right now. We've been watching DJ. I remember watching him when he was with the Texans, uh, and, and the career he's had here with the Bengals have been a huge upgrade. Uh, people say whatever they want. One of the best nose tackles in the NFL. He is the best nose tackle, but. He's been doing people dirty since high school. Watch this video right here. You played special teams, offensive line, defense. You, you were playing it all. Yeah, I had to do it all in high school, man. Unfortunately, I didn't win many games in high school, but I've always been a super competitive kid. and So, you know, I felt like playing everything was just the best for me. I started out as an offensive guard. I was a three-star guard. Ended up transitioning to tackle. So, I felt like that special team, just, you just got to have that dog in your special team. And always, it was the best opportunity to go out there and take well, we're talking about uh, Clemson, DJ, and we appreciate you uh, joining us. Tell us what it was like to play under Dabo Sweeney. Oh, man, Dabo, he's a great coach, man. You know, he's a guy who knows a lot about the game. And um, just the way he motivates, 
is, is special. I don't think you can find too many guys that motivate that way and, and talk to you that way and the way he believes in you, the way he tries to pull the best out of you. Um, it's truly special. In the environment he creates, he creates a true family environment for um, his players to feel comfortable. They feel like they can come to him, talk to him about whatever, and, um, you know, that they feel like the program is going to take care of them. So, you know, it's, it's just – He's a good coach to play for, and I'm, I'm, I feel I'm glad I got to play the opportunity to play for him. Yeah, Tom, I know you had you had a couple. Yeah, DJ. First thing is uh, seeing those videos from high school. There'd have been no way I would have played third base with you standing at the plate with an aluminum <laughs> bat. Been, no, absolutely not. Man, but yeah. uh, one of the big things in you coming to Cincinnati, it wasn't just we were getting the best nose tackle in all of football. I mean, that's clear. You know, we know how it is when we don't have you, uh, like these last couple weeks, and we know how important it is to have you. But you helped change the culture here. And Mm -hmm. you were such a good teammate in Houston by everybody down there. They just marveled at you. Can you talk a little bit about the guys that play around you and how you feed off each other, the the Hendricksons, Uh, the Hubbards, the BJ, all those guys? I think think we all bring something special to the table. Um, I think – Trey brings out that aggression that we need as a team. And then, you know, just him being able to rush the way he does, how bent, how athletic he is out there playing at the end of his size means a lot to our team. He's smart. Sam, he's just a, you know, he's just an old school football player who's just willing to do whatever for the team. You know, you don't find too many guys built like BJ and, you know, as hard working as a guy like Josh is. So I feel like, and we're all understanding, nobody's ego is too big. You know, we, I think everybody knows when it's an opportunity for you to be Batman. And, you know, not all times is a play for you to be Batman. Everybody's got to be Robin sometimes, and we understand that on our defensive line that that's the way it works. And I think we, we, um, we're we all super excited for each other when somebody makes a play. We uh, we go eat every week, and um, this is a close-knit group. There's a lot of guys who come out, they support each other, and we're going to make sure that we do the right things and as a D-line that we go about it the right way to go out there and win games. Tony? Yeah, DJ, as I see you again. So we talked last night. How you doing? Doing good, man. How you doing? Good. Um, so last night um, we were able to uh, attend your event. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to, you to talk about your uh, foundation. And also, I do believe you received an award last night, if I recall. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I uh, received the Lifetime Presidential Service Award, which, uh, you know, meant a lot to me um, because – it's, it's something that's really special, you know. A lot, all the service work you do, you go out there and help people, and you know what it's all about. Uh, and exactly ties into what my foundation is about. My son never forgets. It's something I started, you know, in honor of my dad. It's a quote that he'd always tell me. You know, ASNF. The son never forgets, and he never forgets where he comes from. He never forgets his people, the community that helped him, and he always does his opportunity to go back and help. So. That was just always something that was on my mind, and I'm I'm glad I got the opportunity to get get in this position. I'm blessed enough by the powers above, you know, by God, that to get in this position to be able to help and impact so many people. And, you know, I'm just glad I can keep paying it forward and try to move the needle for them. You know, I was somebody who looks like me, a kid who has a dream like me, and in any situation, and just wants to make it out of that situation. So. And I know, uh, I know Tony talked to you, DJ, but here at some point here next two or three weeks, I think we'll be working uh, with you on that foundation for a week. We're going to be doing a, a, a fundraiser uh, for a week to, to raise some dollars there for you, big dog. We're gonna, oh, we're man, gonna... I really appreciate that, man. Y'all, y'all the best for it. I appreciate it, man. We're going to kill you. Tom, you got one more? 
Yeah, I was just wondering from, uh, you know, now being here several years and hopefully many, many more, uh, is there one divisional foe that you enjoy beating up on more than the others? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't have one, but I haven't got an opportunity to beat Cleveland, and I'm itching for it. You know, I, I was pretty sad that I wasn't out there the last game against them. So, you know, that, that, that's a goal, and that, that, that's big for me. You know, I think that's – that's probably the biggest thing. You just don't want to have that that somebody having that kind of clout over you or that that feeling over you. So I think, you know, we got to go out there. All of them are important. We got to win all of them down the stretch coming back up. And we got everything we want still right in front of us. So I think those those other two we're going to get after. And, you know, I, I like playing those guys. It's a competitive game. But I think we owe a little bit to Cleveland. We, we, you know, we're not going to make it bigger than what it is. But it's big for us. You know, we, 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 we need to go out there and have a good game. Yeah. Hey, so we'll do one or two more here and let you get back to dinner here, DJ. But, hey, real quick, man, just to let you know, man, we, we don't say that C word on, on the show. We call it the, the city near uh, city up north. We don't even say oh, their okay. name. Okay. We don't even say their name. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad, man. No, I'm just playing. Hey, talk, hey, talk to us about uh, Dixon, man, how, how important a game that was and the energy he brought to the game. I, you were on the sideline watching this. We were in the stands watching it, man. But talk about our man Joe Mixon. Oh man, Joe, Joe, just for him to have that kind of a game, you know, that, it's no secret that he hadn't been doing exactly what he wanted to do this year. And sometimes you go through those downs as a player and you, you just need something to get you right. And, you know, you believe in who you are. We believe in him. We know he's special. He's a leader on our offense. He gets it going. He brings attitude. He competes every day. Uh, he was the guy when I first showed up here, man, me and him would go at it back and forth, just chirping back and forth. On me from the D line, him at the running back position, but you know he's real, and I appreciate him as a player. He, he's so athletic back there, and uh, he the way he runs the ball. You know, it, it, it was only a matter of time for him to get going. And I was I was really happy to see him have a game like that, especially you know just you know as, when you when you have one of the guys and they're not doing exactly what they want to do. You see it on their face. You know they're digging at it. They're eating at it. Yeah. For him to go out there and get five, and you can feel he was hot. He felt like Joe again. You know, a player needs that every now and then. I'm, I'm just glad he got it, man. It's good to see your brother. That happen with you for your brother. Yeah, we'll, we'll finish. We'll finish with uh, one more one more question, then a comment for you, man. Uh, okay. I think Augie has a great question here from New York. Uh, Augie uh, is asking, "Did you? Who was your biggest influence uh, as far as role modeling your game, growing uh, modeling your game of growing in football and baseball too?" Uh, I go. For football, I was a big, like, Albert Hainsworth. I watched a lot of big Vince Wolford film. And, you know, being to have an opportunity to play with Vince and, and understand really that nose guard position, what it was, and how to play the ins and outs of it, how to think about what was coming, how to think defense. And, honestly, playing under a guy like Romeo Cornell, who had so many great players and just taught me the basic knowledge of understanding what would come, like, He's, he's just so smart. Him and Billy O just so smart on what get back on track, those type of things. Thinking, thinking football all the time, it, I felt like that really, really modeled my game. You know, and then seeing guys like Richard Seymour and John Randall, those type of guys, just Ooh. watching the way they get after and how they they really they really push to the end. Like, there's, there's no quitting them. Like, they're there for every play. You're going to have to get after them every play, and you're going to have to do something, and you know they're going to be there. They might get got, but – 
more often than not, you're gonna be you're gonna be the one that's getting got. So I've always enjoyed that about watching that guys. And I feel like there's a lot of young guys who I play with now that are really competitive. You know, you got the Kenny Clarks, the Vita Veas. There's a there's a bunch of guys out there. Dexter, even watching the young guy who went to Clemson like Dexter, Dexter Lawrence. I get to watch him all the time. Christian Wilkins. I get to watch those guys and take a little bit from their game too as well and add it a little bit to my game and you know just appreciate how competitive that position's gotten over the years. It's no longer a slug position like you're not it's not that anymore guys out there playing technique and they're playing it every play for the better good of the team so um in baseball you know I, I was a big barry guy um i'm a big barry bonds fan he's my hero nobody can tell me any different um you know of course i love king griffey everybody loves the swing man but barry's my guy man and i've, I've always been a barry bonds fan and ever It'll never be nothing like me and my dad watching a baseball game, watching Sam Fran play, hearing that ball come off the bat, immediately watching those two hands go in there, man. And everybody in that, everybody in the bay chasing after it. So that was the best thing to me. I, I think Barry's the best to ever do it, honestly, if you ever ask me. Yeah, I, I don't think too many people disagree with you on that, DJ. So yeah. like, last question, viewer question. James, pop this up, man. This is an important question. Okay. So – so go ahead and answer. Yeah, go ahead and, and uh, let me find who, it again. Go ahead and who's, who's paying? Who's paying for dinner tonight, DJ? They ain't making you pay, oh. are they? Oh no, it's the rookies. It's on them. It's on them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on them, man. You know, this is gonna break them in right. We're gonna have a good time tonight, man. All right, man. Hey, hey, we appreciate being on, Big Dog. Thanks for taking time away from the guys. Tell the boys they we're thinking about them. We can't wait to see on uh, here in a few weeks against City near West Virginia. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a hell of a second half, just like we did last year, buddy. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. Who day? Thanks, DJ. Who day? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dude, Back to he dinner. was at the, at the precinct ordering steak talking to us, man. How cool is that, man? <laughs> he's a he's a cool dude, man. I got to speak with him last night, and he's just so down to earth and humble, and uh, he's a really good guy. I'm glad we have him on our team. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Tom, I mean – uh, those guys are tight, man. I mean, this, I remember we talked about this been many episodes ago, but you know, the 81 team, the 88 team, all these teams, they had something in common and they were all great teams, but man, the, the off the field stuff that these guys do is they're, they're really tight. No matter what the record ends up being this year, this is a locker room of good guys. Uh, and they have each other's backs. They get along. Um, I've, I've not heard of, continuing over several seasons, the success not going to their head. Uh, you know, they're working just as hard. So this is a locker room of good guys, and DJ is such an important part of that. It was one of the big reasons the Bengals went out and got him and paid him the money they have. Yeah. 
Hey, Tom, our, Augie drove all the way from New York, actually flew in, took a nice uh, picture of, of downtown Cincinnati. He comes to the tailgate like the thousands of others, says hi to Jimmy, says hi to Tony, says hi to the Bangalorean, drinks beers with us, eats Gold Star Chili with us. And then he says, where's Tom? Where, why isn't Tom hang out with you guys? You, you want to go ahead and just answer this on air for him? I, I, do I mean, he was out. like, he was just so sad down in the dumps. And I love yeah, Augie. Went all the way to. to I love I love Augie. You stood him up. Augie, like a, Augie a, a couple things. One, uh, my job sometimes uh, demands that I do a little work Sunday morning, so I'm not able to get down to the tailgates early, and, and many times not at all. Uh, I know uh, a couple weeks back it was my son who had uh, just gotten back in from town, and I had to uh, to wait for him, and I got down a little later than I, but. Uh, I'm there, and and you know what? As Bengal fans, we're a great group, just like the Bengals' locker room. There's no radiation. There's nothing poisonous about the north end zone, especially with the overhang and the noise we generate. So, you know, just just don't hang out at the south end zone. We're great people, the greatest people in the world. But come up north, hang out by the pro shop. Uh, you know, we're there. We're generating noise, having just as much fun. It's not not an east side west side mentality. So, but uh, I will I will. So, so basically, you got a lot of excuses, much like why Chris Evans is playing. I got a lot. I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, let's get going. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, by the way, South End Zone greater than North End Zone, Tom. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a competition next home game, brother. Nice a nice product placement. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into our making a difference with uh, Tony the Tiger. Tony, go ahead and kick off this next segment, buddy. Hey, so uh, Javante Woods uh, Foundation, right? That was uh, our uh, our uh, initiative this weekend. Uh, so we almost got uh, just about three thousand dollars earned for that organization. Uh, Icky Woods joined us, and uh, uh, he much uh, deserving of uh, those funds, and uh, it's going to go to a good cause. Um, if you guys don't know about Javante Woods, it's around his son. And uh, the fight, the asthma uh, that he uh, ultimately passed away with. So, uh, again, thank you to you guys for uh, coming out to the tailgate and supporting that and almost $3,000 earned on that. Uh, so we're at a grand total of $68,631 for the year. So it's freaking well, awesome. Well, Tony, Tony, what would you say? Slow down. Say that one more time. Well, how much? $68,631 Bengal oh. Nation has earned. Holy hey. Hey Tony, Tony, a question about that sixty-eight thousand. What percentage of the money raised goes directly to charity? Oh, that's pretty easy. It's a hundred percent, Tom. Hundred percent of that money goes right to them charities. So, James, Tony, those- Tony, you mean you're not buying a new car with that? Come on, man. No, no, not at all. So, uh, yeah, we don't like to deal with that money, and we we have them sent to the charities, and uh, they're well benefiting of it. That is, and once again, one hundred percent goes to the charities. And how many different charities did um, have we helped thus far? This that year? was number 14, um, 14 for the year so far this year. So uh, we're doing really well. And, and it's only the bye week. So that 75000 that we keep on showing up there that you guys said was for the year. And I think it was me. Tony the Tiger said that we were going to do 100 this year. So uh, I think that's going to be our new goal. Tony said 150 is really what he said. We're going to see. No, but it's awesome. I mean, Bengal Nation is the one to thank. You guys come out and you support us. You do our duck races. You come to the tailgates. You, uh, you know, we're just facilitators. We're just the PR people to help push the, the effort to get these charities the money they need. And 
Um, it's all on you guys, and uh, I, I, I'm blessed. I, I'm very humbled from the fact that you guys were able to raise this kind of money in such a short time. So, I, I congrats yeah. to you guys. Yeah. So, Tony, we got a duck we race. Get a... I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. Yeah. No, we didn't get a chance to show these earlier, but these were some of the pictures from DJ's event um, last night. Um, we did show this one where he got the uh, the award. And um, you want to touch on the event, the uh, the bowling event uh, last night, Tony, for yeah, uh, DJ Reader's event from hosted by DJ. Uh, it was at the main event um, up in Westchester. It was a bowling, uh, basically just a bowling, just a bunch of people getting together and having a lot of fun. A lot of good players were there. You know, we saw Trey, we saw Sam. Uh, uh, who else was there? Hill. DJ Hill. Yeah. yeah, DJ, of course. A lot of other players there. Um, great support from his uh, team members. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We were there about uh, – we played about five games, and um, I felt it this morning. I, I, I don't bowl, and uh, I, I felt very old this morning when I woke up. So, But, yeah, it was a really good time. Did a good event, and I hope he earned a lot of money. So uh, it was really good. That's cool. So we got, we got a duck race tonight, Tony. So talk about uh, what we've been doing here for the past week with one of our tailgate fam here. Yeah, so uh, we got the, the NF Network. Um, uh, if you guys know him as Bengal Warrior or Corey, Corey uh, he's going to join us and talk a little bit about that um, uh, foundation. Uh, we were able to uh, sell some ducks for him, and uh, we'll turn it over to Corey so he can talk a little bit about it. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Corey, hey, what's hey, up? Corey, Corey, thanks for coming on. Hey, man. Hey, talk, thanks talk. for having me. Yeah, talk to us, man. I, I think uh, till we, I think we're up there a little over maybe seven hundred or seven hundred plus uh, dollars raised tonight with with the charity duck race. So this th this particular this was one that you brought to the table for us, man. So talk about it a little bit. So um, neurofibromatosis is a genetic disorder of the nervous system. So it causes tumors on the nerves. So NF can do a couple different things. So it can cause complications such as brain and spine tumors, blindness, disfigurement, mental health challenges, learning disabilities, or even death. So it's uh, classified as a rare disease, but it affects over 130,000 uh, Americans, um, not Americans, I'm sorry, children at birth. And wow. it's so rare and so unique to every situation that there's there's not enough treatment and cure there's there's no cure for it because we can't find enough treatments so ju just a little just a little uh tidbit here my nieces peyton she's 11. she's a competition cheerleader but she has three fibroid tumors on her head which affects her brain and then she also has a tumor on an optic nerve but then you go to her younger sister who's five and she has a totally different set of problems. She has a concave chest, which we have to monitor that so it doesn't press on our heart. And then she also has a bright spot on her brain and in her optic, uh, on her optic nerve as well. So, so even sisters from the same mother, it's so different that there's not, there, we can't find a treatment for it, so. Wow, so, hey, hey, Corey, look, man, I, I you know, one thing we've been doing this charity stuff for many, many years. And what always amazes me is that, you know, when these are things that I, before you brought it to the table, Corey, I had no idea what this was, man. And, and we, we learn a lot about these, uh, these awful diseases and these awful things that are happening. 
Uh, and and thanks for bringing this one to the table because I had not heard of this one before. When you started, when we started talking a couple of weeks ago, I looked it up and I was reading about it. If it wasn't for you bringing it, bringing awareness to this particular situation, I would have never known, brother. And, and probably a lot of folks in the same boat that are watching right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, so uh, their mother didn't even know about it until you know her oldest is Peyton and she's eleven. So at her eleven month checkup is when they first found it. And she's like, what is that? The um, the founder of the NF network, um, she had no idea what it was until uh, it affected her daughter. And that was before Google. So she said she had to go to like medical libraries to figure out what it was. So it's it's right. so it's common, but it's rare and nobody knows about it. Gosh. Well, let's listen. Hey, look, man, uh, seven hundred dollars nights going to this foundation. Uh, Corey and Thank Tony and all of us have set up a link directly to the charity. So we didn't touch the money. It goes directly to the charity. Tony, it was 728 ducks, 700 bucks, something like that? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. 700 bucks is what we uh, were able to get today. Okay. So, James, let's go ahead and kick this off. So the pri the, the winner tonight uh, is going to win a, uh, I think it was a, a Chad Johnson jersey. Uh, so whoever wins this duck race this evening is getting that autographed Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, signed jersey. Uh, so, James and, and, and Tom, you guys got this, brother. Let's roll. All right, Tom. Oh, here we go, buddy. Oh, and they're off in a disgusting fashion. But uh, <laughs> so, there they go. Nobody taking charge early. I think the Donald Trump duck is uh, yep. <laughs> trying to forge ahead here on midterm night. Rebecca Erickson's got a got a strong duck early, along with Adam Rosenberg. There's Brandon. I don't want back to be here. in front too early, James. I mean, what are your, you you see a duck that you impressed with so far? Here comes the uh, been there, dumped that green duck of David Hitchcock. You will see a couple of the same names in there. Those people purchase multiple ducks, which which is completely legal under the Bengal Jim and Tony the Tiger duck race uh, rules. And uh, coming down the stretch, Tom, who you got? We got well, you don't want to be in front too early, just as you know, as they're passing the Ohio River, past the boathouse coming down to Paul Brown Stadium. It's scuba duck. It's scuba duck. Wait a minute. Oh, it's COVID duck. Ward, not Ward Burke. Oh. Don't get mad at me for adding that, but I just had to throw in a, a NASCAR uh, name there. Um, so congratulations to uh, – to Haley for winning that uh, Ocho Cinco jersey. So make sure you direct message uh, us or Tony directly, and so we can get this jersey to you. Congratulations! Uh, and again, thanks so much, everybody, uh, for supporting this uh, this charity brought uh, to to everybody here by Corey. Man, we appreciate you, big dog. Thanks again, man, for uh, bringing awareness to this because I, I had no idea until you brought it to our attention, buddy. Well, I appreciate you guys for uh, letting me come on here and talk about it for a little bit. Uh, special thanks to Tony. He's been a real big help uh, setting all this up. So I appreciate that. Yeah, good day, buddy. Tell tell the fan we said hey, buddy. We look forward to seeing you guys down there at the uh, the city near West Virginia tailgate, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Who day, guys? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Three weeks. I'm sorry. I'm thinking December. December fourth, the next home game. My bad. Jesus, peace. I'm getting all messed up on this stuff. I'm, I just you know. Oh my bad. Yeah, I don't know. I got beer in the mind. I don't know. Uh, two more quick things. One is um. um I just want to give a shout out to our, our ticket giveaway for the kids. 
Uh, we had uh, Avery and Malik um, this past week that came and saw their first game. Uh, this is four four kids that had the opportunity over the last couple of weeks to go see their first game um, with uh, you know for the Bengals. So uh, these are the tickets donated by you guys, Bengal Nation. Uh, again, we're just helping facilitate to get those kids uh, to their game. So they had a great time, got some chains and jerseys and shirts uh, given to them. So uh, keep that up. If you want to donate tickets, uh, just contact me and we'll make sure they go to a good use. Yeah. And the other thing we wanted to hit on, too, uh, is we have a, a picture, James, I think, of the winners uh, for the Icky Woods Foundation. We had the helmet, a jersey and a signed uh, photo. Uh, yeah. So very cool. Very cool picture right there. Yeah, that was the one. The, the last uh, lady that uh, won that won the Icky eight by ten and the uh, Icky uh, shuffle instructions came all the way from Arizona. So that was uh, cool. I believe that was their first Bengals game and uh, joined the raffle and uh, won the those prizes. So three different winners there, and and thank you to Tony and Irene and everybody else that was out there um, hustling all day on that on that gorgeous um, Sunday to to earn more money and, and get to our $75,000 goal. And as Tony uh, alluded to, blow it out of the water. Yeah. It's, it, it's really cool because it's, you see the picture, several kids in that picture. There's a ton of kids at the tailgate. So if, I get asked this question all the time. Is it family friendly? Yes. Uh, just very diverse group of folks. Everybody's very friendly kids. Uh, I promise you, you, you bring the kids down. They will have a good time. we got stuff for the kids. Typically when they're down there, some, coloring books and all kinds of things. So uh, bring them on down. Just stay away from Craig. We can't, yeah. we can't guarantee he's G rated. Yeah. He's, he's, he gets crangry sometimes. He's, so. <laughs> he's PG 13 plus. <laughs> all okay, right. Let's see. I want to make sure everybody, I think we have one more picture, Tony, and this um, ties into two things. One, your, your t-shirts, which um, they can get from uh shirts and then uh, ties into our charity, which we're, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but uh, Maddie's house will be tied into December, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, that's um, Miss Riley uh, from the foundation. Uh, she's supporting that uh, Tony the Tiger shirt. And uh, yeah, and part of the proceeds go to Maddie's house. And uh, they are going to be our charity of uh, choice uh, come our next home game. So uh, that should be exciting and a fun time. Yeah, also just to let everybody know, in the chat area, I just posted a link uh, for everybody for uh, the foaling tournament. If you want to register and get a team in there, 50 bucks, that link's in there for you now. It's filling up pretty quick, so make sure you grab a, grab a team uh, to get in there for that. So awesome stuff. I think think we're good. We need to move on to uh, on the mark, right? I think we anything else we're missing there, James? Uh, I think we covered everything, uh, Tony. We There's no uh, – with the bye week, I think we determined there's no gold star pep rally this week, so stay tuned for the specifics on uh, that as Tom enjoys his – Sweet tea. Um, do we want one, to talk about one thing Nashville? with that? Yes, one thing with that, though, James. At Gold Star, and you and I have talked about it. The milkshakes are back. They're, they're back. Okay. Well, this warm weather back. is perfect timing. Okay. <laughs> Cup shortages are over, and milkshakes are uh, back. Speaking of they're Gold Star, Luke and Joe were slinging some some burgers for the first time ever at the uh, at the tailgate. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I, I tell you what. I I, I guess I'm going to do this right now, man. Everybody that pulls off that makes this tailgate happen, unbelievable job. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. I mean, it is a true. We had dozens, a dozen or so volunteers to help that signed up. Uh, Luke and, and Joe were grilling for hours. <laughs> Hamburgers, dogs. We had 800 conies and a couple hundred burgers. And uh, 
Joe and, and Luke were there early, 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock, throwing stuff on the grill, getting stuff ready by the time the tailgate opened. It, we appreciate everybody uh, that, that that participates and helps because it takes a huge family to pull off what uh, everybody pulled off this past week. A good 1,500 plus easy, and we're going to show a video here in a minute uh, of that actual crowd. If you've never been down, you're going to want to check this video out. So let's bring on Bougie Mark. Uh, Lisa uh, Lisa's nickname for Mark is Bougie Mark. He likes... He likes stopping at, uh, you know, uh, Starbucks coffee in the morning uh, and grabbing his coffee on the way to the game. So, uh, Mark, what's going on, brother? Tee up, uh, tee up your segment here, buddy. Hey, what's going on, guys? And uh, before we get started, I just want to say how excited it was to see DJ Ritter on the show. Um, when he signed with the Bengals, it was extremely important to me because uh, when I think back to the previous regime and a few of our losses, big games and playoff games, you know, we've allowed other teams to absolutely just maul us on the ground and, you know, just – basically out physicalist. So, you know, it was really special to be able to see last year us go to the number one seed. And, you know, you have Derrick Henry and all this talk about how we're going to get trounced and we, you know, just basically out physical their team, which is a big deal. So it was, you know, really excited to have DJ back and great that he'll be back for the Pittsburgh game. Um, as far as on the mark, oh, man, it was a beautiful day Sunday. Absolutely gorgeous. One of the best times I've had down there. I feel like I say that every week, but it's like every week it gets better. Um, so in the video this week, we have some video. We have some footage from uh, <clears throat> it was Liberty Township Gold Star on Wednesday at the pep rally. And then just an awesome video of just having a good time on Sunday. We had a large contingent of UK uh, visitors. A lot of for the first time came over, saw the first game. Uh, it was just a great day. Absolutely great day. My family came down. If you're ever worried about kids, yes, my family comes down all the time. So it was just a really fun time. Well, here we go, Mark. Let's kick it off. I, I've watched this segment four times, this video four times, because I love it. So here, here we go. Oh dear, the Chancellor is going to 
Okay, after me. Everybody say hoodie. Mark, I, I know that last one, but I edited it and cut that thing off, I think, man. But uh, that was that was awesome, awesome stuff there, brother. You captured the tailgate, uh, everything very well that day. Man. It was awesome. Thank you. Also, I'll just say I'm not sure if there was extra vodka, but it felt like we did about 15 Bengals bombs on Sunday. <laughs> Craig, Craig had him uh, flowing. He had his uh, Dukes, Dukes of Hazard general uh, Lee little uh, speaker there announcing him. I don't think he could hit that button fast enough. He just wanted to make him as fast as he could just so he could uh, keep hitting that uh, button. But, um, you know, Mark, I think that, that encompassed pregame and the game atmosphere are perfect. I mean, it was just – it seemed like a, a – a, revolving door of stars that we had down there that, that started with with Fulcher with our uh, Bengals UK guest with um, the one person you missed was um, Mike DeWine correct um, yeah. Icky Woods um, Harrison and it seems like every every time you turned around there was um, somebody else new and and as Jimmy alluded to earlier you know people of all ages but uh, the bottom line was it was it was fun I know I had a fraternity brother from from um, Kara, from Charlotte that was up um, for the game and, and just couldn't get over um, how pleasant everybody was, uh, just the atmosphere there, how close we actually tailgate to the stadium, and he was pretty darn impressed. So I think what you captured there on the um, on the video kind of in three or four minutes there um, encapsulated what it's like to hang out with us um, pregame. And if you've never done it, come on down and, and, and have some fun with us. I know we had some issues with the uh, the beer um, flowing on Sunday. I'm going to blame that on the UK folks. They, uh, they I think they try to pipe in some of their um, some of their English beer, so we're going to blame that on them. No, but it wasn't their fault. But um, we'll have that fixed. But uh, as Jimmy said earlier, Luke and um, Jungle Joe had the food on point, and we appreciate all they do. And uh, despite the fact that Tom very seldomly comes and hangs out with us. I do the rest of you out. can come and and, and and hang out, right, Tony? Yeah, every, I, I'm tired of answering questions. Where's Tom? Every yeah. tailgate, where's Tom? Is, you know, see that Joe Burrow. Nobody asked for me. Has? See that Joe Burrow stand up back there that um, that Tony has. We're just gonna get one made of you and just put it in the corner <laughs> and say, "Sorry, this is the best we can do." You should. I don't think I've ever tailgated with Tom yet. I don't think he's been down there. It's rare. Yeah, that's that's the first time you heard who that is, Mark. <laughs> you know, I think Jamie's not even here to to defend himself, and I think Jamie's tailgated more with us than. than oh, 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 that's not true. But I, I will permit a a cutout if. I can get a cut out of Jamie standing next to me. Oh, hey, I just I do want to say that there was a siding, but we were mistaken. It was a jar of uh, peanuts. We did try to beat Tom, but it wasn't. Sorry. <laughs> it must have been empty, so the face stood out more. Uh, hey, you got connections. At least they made shirts that look like it. So. Uh, hey, hey, so also let's let you know there was a couple Bengals front office folks that snuck down and said hi to us and kind of ran out of there too. So you never know. Accelerator. DJ Chubb, Betfred Sportsbook, Cold Star Chili, Cincy Beer Fest, 16 lots. Man, it was just a 
just a fun time down there. Um, who's who? Everybody just just enjoying themselves pregame, and that's that's what volunteer to fault. But um, as uh, we talked about, Tony um, for that again all goes to uh, charity. So, Fanatic, Jimmy. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think you hit some. You hit. Make sure I, I can't remember who you hit there. Uh, can't, I. It was awesome pizza. I think pizza pie for pregame prayer. Remember when we said now we just. Uh, for the pre uh, second half of the season, we went to that Super Bowl run, guys, and we're five and four, guys. We're in the exact same spot we were this time last year. Uh, for the pre uh, second half of the season, we went to that Super Bowl run, guys. It can happen. It can absolutely happen. We got to keep Joe Burrow upright, keep him healthy, uh, and get this team, get some of these guys back uh, on the field that haven't been playing for the past few weeks because of injuries. So, uh, I'm looking forward to the second half of the season, guys. Let's get on another Super Bowl run. Hope you can join us down at the following tournament, uh, this uh, fundraiser this this Sunday, uh, and, and have fun with us. But we will see you guys who day, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, real quick, massive guest. Let me see if I can't say he or she because uh, that might give it away. Let's see, not yet, but we've got a we've got a, several guests lined up for the next few weeks, and you're going to enjoy it as much as you did with GJ Reader. Uh, I trust me, we got some big names coming up. You're going to have a lot of fun. We appreciate everybody. Thanks for watching. Good day.